With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome once again to the Steelers hangover. We've been talking about it all along. There's different kinds of hangovers. There's the woohoo kind of hangover. The hangover that you feel so good, you're partying because you're celebrating something. And then there's the face down in a ditch hangover where you feel like complete crud. And that's kind of the first time this year that we are experiencing that hangover as the Pittsburgh Steelers lose their first game of the 2020 season. They do not go to 12 and 0. They go to 11 and 0. They lose to the Washington football team coming in at 4 and 7. It's the hangover, my friends, and we are now finally lamenting a loss and it does not feel good. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, friends. Thanks for joining me. Once again, I'm here on the hangover with Let's see, with my partner in crime and my partner in crying, Tony Defio. How you doing, Brian? Good to see you. <laughs> Good to be with you on this fine Tuesday. Yes, we are back, my friends, uh, for another Tuesday edition, another weird edition. And you know, then once again, we will probably get back to normal next week. It's going to be a different kind of hangover because it's going to be one of those tired hangovers because it's a late night game. Mm-hmm. I, uh, those Sunday night games wear me the heck out. But you know what? I'm just glad to uh, be celebrating my Pittsburgh Steelers win or lose. Like Mike Tomlin said after the game, and he said again today, you know, one thing that they're looking forward to now is, uh, you know, laughing at adversity. That's uh and so, really, what we're hoping now is that they can find a way to come back on this one. But, Tony, what were your knee-jerk reactions from this game? 
just that uh, it's clear that, that they've been in a, a, a funk for a while, and you know I, it was easy to, easier to ignore when they kept winning. But now that now that, now that they've uh, lost their first game, I mean, I'm not ready to abandon the ship or anything, but they definitely need to find a way to uh, to, to right the ship and get out of this funk in time for the playoffs. Yeah. So here's the difference between last week and this week, and you said something perfect. You know, they've been in this funk. They have not been playing good football on offense. And the entire time we've been waiting for the sh- other shoe to drop. And it has dropped, definitely dropped. And you know what? I really feel like they had an opportunity to win this game. Hence the title, the Steelers waste time and then run out of time against the Washington football team. And if you read in between the lines, what that title means is there were not, there was not a sense of urgency in this game. And that that's the way I feel. It's almost like they took it for granted. I'm not saying they did, but my thought after Mike Tomlin came out and used the us sucking comment after Ben spoke up, after Juju spoke up that the drops would go away and there would be more focus. There was more focus on a post game, excuse me, on a post touchdown celebration, which was definitely coordinated. And Hmm. I mean, it was, I was synchronized. It was a uh, choreographed, you know, there was, and look, I have no problem with uh post touchdown celebrations, but what I'm saying is it just feels like there wasn't an urgency in this game um, to play the Washington football team. I get that they were definitely out of sync. The whole COVID thing. I mean, you know, you, you can make excuses for that and it's a valid excuse here and there, but to a point, Tony, do you think that they took this game seriously? It certainly felt like they, they they were complacent in the second half. They didn't seem to, like you said, sense of urgency. That's the right uh, term, the right phrase. Cause that's how it felt in the second half. They they did barely anything on offense in the second half. And I think their defense came out uh, kind of complacent in the beginning of the second half. So, yeah, I think I think they got up 14 nothing, And I think they thought, uh, like maybe like a lot of Steeler Nation, that, all right, this is a 4-7 and seven team, and we can just coast from here and go to 12-0. and And obviously the – uh, Washington's, uh, I guess, a better team, and at least they're playing better than than their record indicates right now. Yeah, definitely. And Dave Shipley says, if you're going to lose, good one to do it. You know, the reason being is they are still the number one seed in the AFC. Right. And if and if everybody's uh, trying to figure out that formula, because after head to head, which there's not a head to head game with Kansas City, after the head to head, you go ahead and look at conference record and right now pittsburgh's loss was against an nfc team and the chiefs lost to the raiders so they have one loss in the conference and pittsburgh is still perfect in the conference so right now they're the number one seed however there's so many things to look at as what went wrong in this game and what can go wrong in the future and going back to everybody waiting for the other shoe to drop People were worried about the fact that there were a lot of big what ifs, what if this happens, what if this happens, and I think it all piled up. Everything piled up on this team. Um, between you, know, you throw in the uncertainty um, with the COVID situation, with the Ravens having that game moved once, twice, three times, a lady. And uh, when that keeps on happening, you throw in the fact that you've got guys on the COVID list yourself. You've got the Bud Dupree injury. You have a running game that's not working. You have a team that's not stopping the run well. 
So everybody's worried about all these things finally coming home to roost. They came home to roost. But the big question now is how do the Steelers respond? And they won games despite all those things happening. Right. Now, can they can they just stack it back up and go ahead and beat Buffalo, Tony? Well, they can't keep doing the same thing they've been doing. I think I think Washington made it clear yesterday that they got some info from the Ravens, and the Ravens probably got some info from other teams on how to beat this short passing game and how to how to attack this offense. So they need to, you know, sports is all, all about uh, adjusting to what people do to you, and it's clear that the NFL has adjusted to what the Steelers have been doing, and now the Steelers it's up to the Steelers to to adjust uh, to readjust if that's the, if that's the right word and 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 figure out a way to attack these defenses and, and figure out a way to. To, to, atta- to attack what they've been doing to them. So uh, they, they can't keep doing the same thing. They have to, they have to change some things up because Buffalo is a, a very tough team and, and that's going to be a strong test. And we're going to see just how, uh, how good they are come Sunday night. If you are checking us out on Facebook for the first time, we do have something uh, on the other end, on the uh, YouTube end that is called the Super Chat. And, and people some people put money in to get their their question at the top of the queue, but we have, uh, you won't be able to see Facebook. You will not be able to see the YouTube comments, YouTube. You won't be able to see the, uh, Facebook comments, but we get to see all of them. So we welcome everybody in. And remember, if this is the first time you're catching the hangover, it's a different kind of show. It's, a uh, Tony and I like to, uh, you know, think outside the bun, shall you say, and, uh, kind of take a different approach to everything. And that's what we're going to do in this game. And remember all of our shows on the BTSC family of podcast, anywhere that you stream a podcast, you could find BTSC, just type in BTSC radio. There you go. You will find all of our shows. We have pretty much three shows a day, every single day of the week. Um, sometimes even more with different things popping up. So check us out. Andrew Cyback, and he brings this up. And one more comment to uh, the first-time listeners, the first-time viewers, is what's really important to us on this show is to give you a voice. So feel free to get those comments in as well. We are one big BTSC family. Doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter where we come from. It's uh, we are all in it together. We are all lamenting this loss, and it sucks right now. But that's the good thing about the hangover, too, is we try to, by the end of the hour, we try to get feeling better about it and uh, get back on track. So Andrew says the Bills game will be the litmus test. I believe in that completely, Andrew. A good opportunity. It's cold. It's a way you've lost and made mistakes. If we come out flat again, we might continue till the end of the season. Tony, let's take some of those things. They lost, but it was cold. One of the main reasons for the loss were the drops. Three for Deontay Johnson again this week. Two for Eric Ebron again this week. That's a big deal. What is the problem, and does the cold have anything to do with it? It might. It might. I mean, I, I you know, this the coldest it's been all year. Obviously, it's December, but I think it might be two things. It might be a lack of focus, maybe from from you know the scheduling. Uh, the changes lately and, and maybe it's in their heads now because you see every time they drop a ball it's like the end of the world because i think they they realize that everybody knows that they, they've had a problem with that where they, they lead the nfl and drops now so i think it's in their head that's one i used to play flag football not that i'm comparing myself to them 
but I, I have pretty good hands. At least I thought I did. And when I, but when I got into a rut with dropping passes, it got in my head and I kept dropping them. So I think that's what it is right now. They are in their own heads with these drops and, and it's going to keep perpetuating until they uh, figure out a way to, to, to get out of that funk. Let me ask you this. If the cold is a problem, that's to me, that's even a bigger problem because this is every single game that you're going to play going forward with the exception of the Super Bowl. And that's if you're lucky enough to make it there. Right. Every game is probably going to be in some kind of cold weather. You know, I I truly believe that unless, unless you end up for some reason playing in Miami. And I don't think that's going to happen in the playoffs. But with that, with that being a potential problem, and maybe that's an excuse that we're making for the, I mean, maybe they don't agree with it because I mean, they're wearing gloves out there, but these drops are a huge problem. And I just don't know how to get around that. But here's the thing. The drops weren't this egregious the first 10 weeks of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be a combination because, uh, you know, as you said, it's colder now than it's ever been. And, and, uh, you know, but here's the thing. Have you, have you ever tried those gloves on? I mean, they're, they're, they're just as, as sticky as, as the old stick them. So I don't even, even in cold weather, I mean, I don't know if it, if I'm sure it's easier to catch a, any ball when it's, when it's warmer, but even in cold weather, you think those gloves would help. So I think a lot of it is just, it's, 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 they're in their own heads right now. Okay. So I'm going to need some help from the uh, live chat here. Um, as we look at what the big issues for the Steelers are, go ahead and rank the problems. So we're going to throw out the lack of a running game. And we're going to couple that with uh, lack of run blocking as well. So the running game is going, that's all going to be included in it. So we've got the running game being a problem there. We've got drop passes being a problem there. We have the fact we have play calling being a problem here. And I tell you what, a lot of the decisions yesterday were really weird to me and we could, we could talk about those. Um, So if we look at those three things, play calling run game and drop passes, what do you think is killing this team the most? And when I say killing this team, remember they're still an 11 and one team. And for and if anybody does come in and say, "What are you complaining about? You're still eleven and one." Yeah, this is our job. Everybody else is thinking it, and it's not their job. But everybody that's thinking about, you know, what's going to go on in the future for this team, yeah, this is a problem because right now it doesn't look like you're going to win some games because of what went on the last two weeks. And yesterday it was worse, and that was a completely winnable game. So go ahead and rank him, Tony. Well, I'd say it's the draw passes, number one, because I think they're going to live and die on Ben's arm in that short passing game. Number two would be, be the lack of, of, a, of a ground game. I and mean, if you can't get five, uh, if, if you can't get in a yard on, on five plays, like from, from the one, like, 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 you know, yesterday at the end, was at the end of the first half or first quarter, whatever it was, but that one, that one sequence of plays. And I think third, it's, it's a play calling. It's, it's, a, it's clear to me that they're becoming, very predictable and not because I'm saying it, it's because other teams were saying it. So I think that's how I would rank them. So let's take a look at yesterday's game. What was the worst thing? What was the biggest killer for this team? Was it the fact that you're, uh, you're throwing to 
a lineman that just came off of the COVID list two hours before this game and, and a guy in Gerald Hawkins. I mean, that was, uh, I mean, I know you're trying to try to surprise people and I mean, that's a surprise, but is that, is that a good decision there? Is it, is it not giving the ball on a sneak to Ben and let him power his way in when you're on the one yard line? Um, is it, I mean, the drop passes are terrible. Is it, let's look at the defense here too, because they're not, they can be blamed too. Is it the fact that you have defense giving up a third and 16? I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you mentioned the defense. Cause that's to me, I think that was the, the, the turning point in the game. Not, not the, uh, the, the field goal at the end of the first half. I know, I know that was an egregious, I think a, an egregious mistake by the officials there, but even then, you're 14-3 in, uh, coming into the second half, and you have the uh, you have Washington at what, what third? Yes, he's at third and 16. You have him backed up, and you let him convert there, and then you let him take it all the way down and and score a touchdown. I think that was the turning point because I think if they get out of that there, and if they force a punt, maybe the Steelers uh, score a field goal or a touchdown, and 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 you're on easy street a little bit right there. So I think I think the defense. I think that was the killer right there. That 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 drive at the beginning of the uh, third quarter. Did it feel like, and I mentioned this earlier, the urgency, did it feel like there was urgency in the second half or did they feel like, Hey, we're the Steelers and we're going to get it together and we're going to pull this out. I think, I think, you know, I think it was complacency. I think, like you said, I think it was, we're the Steelers. We're 11 and 0. We're, we're used to winning games like this. You know, they've, they've kind of done that not every week, but, but a lot of weeks they, they were able to pull games out at the end. And I, and I thought, I think they figured they would be able to do it again. And the urgency just wasn't there. Maybe they were tired. Maybe it had something to do with it. I don't know. But it certainly seemed like the enthusiasm wasn't quite what it should have been, you know, at that point in the game. Dallas Quinley says, when we lost Hayden, everything went to crap. You're very true. Let me ask you this. One of the heroes for the Steelers all year had a great game yesterday, and that's TJ Watt. But how much blame do you give TJ Watt for not just falling on a fumble and instead trying to run with that ball. Uh, I think the first thing they teach you is, is to secure the fumble. So I think, you know, I think if, if I'm, you know, in his defense, he, he probably felt like he was the only one who saw the ball because it looked like he was the only one uh, around the ball and he was going to, you know, make a play and, and put his team up by two touchdowns. But he, but the, but the tight end came in, I think it was a tight end that came in and, <laughs> you know, and, and grab the ball from him. But I think he, at that point in the game, he should have just, he should have just fell on it. Lewis Damper gives us a dollar 99. Ben's mobility in the pocket is definitely a, uh, um, I'm wondering if he's asking if that's a problem. I'm not really completely understanding the question. Um, but as think, far, go ahead, Tony. No, I think, I think it was an asset for him yesterday. Uh, uh, Moose Johnston, Johnson, the, uh, the color analyst, he kept pointing it out. It was more vintage Ben and uh, Jeffrey Benedict. When we were talking today, he said he looked, he looked his best when he was moving. So I think for him, it was, it was an asset, uh, on Monday for sure. Five straight games without a sack is absolutely incredible. I got to tell you that. So, you know, this, we've, we've been talking about the fact that this offensive line is built more to, uh, pass block than run the ball. And, for everybody that wants to go ahead and uh, put all the blame on the running backs, there is equal blame to be put on the uh, the run game. 
for the for the blocking, the run blocking scheme, and it's just not working either. Here's here's one that I want to ask you about, Tony and Dave and I, Dave Schofield, who I respect his opinion more than most when it's when we're talking about the Steelers, and we got into a difference of opinion yesterday on the post game show. I thought it was living in your fears and very egregious not to go ahead and kick that field goal when you're on the 28-yard line um, in that situation where the Steelers did not go ahead and kick the field goal with Matthew Wright. They went for they went for it on fourth down, and they did not make it, and they did not make it twice on fourth downs. So, you know, I thought that was... I, I thought that was egregious I and inexcusable. Dave completely disagreed with me. And I'm not going to say that he's... I've been thinking about this more. And what he said, I, I understand. And I still don't know where I stand on this. But I think you go for the field goal. Dave said the reason you don't is because Matthew Wright wasn't hitting them in pregame. So where do you go on this? And you don't have to agree with me on this. You can tell me. You know me. I feel like I don't have an ego. I might, but right. you can tell me, Brian, you're wrong. So if a guy is just, you know, pee in the bed in practice in pregame, I guess it would make sense not to go with him, but you still need him in that situation. And Mike Tomlin's explanation afterwards was we just didn't want to put that pressure on him. Right. Well, I could tell you what I was feeling in the moment. And in the moment, I, I, it reminded me of the uh, Week 17 Bengals game uh, from 2018. I forget the uh, kicker's name, but he was filling in for the injured Boswell. And he kicked the game winner in the final two minutes. I don't know how long it was. But at that moment, I'm thinking it was like five minutes left in the game, four, whatever it was. I'm, I'm thinking you – or maybe it was a little uh, earlier in the game. But I'm thinking you you kicked the field goal there, and, and, and you, you give yourself – the lead. That's what I was thinking in the moment. So if the guy can't make a 45 yard field goal, I, I mean, there are a lot of kickers out there. I don't even know why he's on the practice squad at that moment. That's what I, at the moment I'm thinking um, you have to kick a field goal, but at the same time, Anthony McFarlane was open down the sideline and it was just, you know, if it was a better pass, he probably would have scored a touchdown. Okay. So here's, here's the one thing. Look, I, I think Dave's comments do have merit. I mean, I guess if they're not working in that situation and he feels like he's not going to make it, I get it. Um, to answer your question, and Dallas says the same thing, he has to hit a 45-yard field goal or, or we should have gotten someone else. Here's the problem because you're dealing with 2020 right now. And what, right. The, what the Steelers have been doing is kind of smart. Because it takes you, if you sign a guy, they've got to go through five days. Avery mm -hmm. Williams, Williamson had to wait five days to come to the team. So he couldn't play right away and couldn't practice with the team. So they have been bringing in kickers like that um, for the practice squad all year to have them on there just in case. So you can't go and get somebody just like that when... Boswell goes down at the last minute like he did. But, you know, I do understand what you're saying is have a better guy. But I would like to see them going forward sign somebody else that might have might be able to kick in that situation than a guy that's just uh, survived the five-day five, uh, waiting period mm -hmm. to come in. Because if Boswell can't play next week, you're going to need a guy to kick a 45-yard field goal. 
So Dave makes a lot of sense. And I'm not going to say that he's he's wrong. I'm not going to say that I'm right. I wanted them to go with the field goal in that situation. Maybe Mike Tomlin played the percentages and maybe it was a smart move because he could have missed that field goal. Right. So I, I understand that. And the with the offense that you have, you should be able to make one yard. And Mike Tomlin said afterwards, you know, if you can't make one yard, you don't deserve to win a game. So well, I understand that too. Right. I know I'm being wishy-washy. I keep going back and forth because like I said, I think what Dave said had a lot of merit. I'll tell you one thing. If you, if you wanted to rank the, the options, the, them being, the, them being, be, being able to gain a yard on the ground at that point was th- would have been third between the field goal, uh, the pass to McFarland and, and running the ball. That's how little confidence I had in, in the running game at that moment. So, you know, I, 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 to me, that says something when you, when you can't pick up a, a yard on, on, on third or fourth and one. I, uh, I get that. So I tell you what, let's go ahead and, uh, let me read this comment first. Odessa. Uh, I love this com- comment. Odessa is a big fan of the show. Sign a female soccer player to be a kicker. Hey, they, there's, that would be, that would be awesome because we've seen what I think Carly, was it Carly Lloyd that was hitting them for the Eagles? Yeah. A year ago. Um, yeah, I, w- I would love to see something like that. Just, I don't care who you are, be able to kick a 45 yard field goal. That's who I want to see in here. Okay. Um, so let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and take a break. If you're checking us out on Facebook or on YouTube, just stick around. You have nowhere that you need to go. We're just, the break is going to be us taking a quick five minute break. If you're checking us out on any of our family of podcasts, on the podcast platform, audio-only side. Come on back, download show number two of the Steelers Hangover, and we are going to be back in a jiffy. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.